Good morning. So in the continuing series of Seydish uh, Tauslus, I concluded at least the general principles of the world of Tayu. So from Tayu we move to Tikkun. Or in the other expression, Akudim, then comes Nikudim, and come Vrudim. So Nikudim is another name for Toyu, and Vrudim another name for Tikkun, or Atsilus. So I'm going to break this into several parts. First of all, since Toyu, might as well begin with the aspect of Tikkun of Atsilus, as it's called Elam Tikkun, in contrast to Toyu. And um, the second part is actually Atsilus itself. Atsilus has a lot more to it than just that it's a tikkun for teyu. So, do it in a mesudadik, orderly way. So the truth is, as I've been doing, everything is a continuum. In other words, whatever level comes first, then comes the next level, is like the next stage, so-called in the evolution of how the Ebishter chose to create Seydish Tauslus. Because all this, as I said, Mamayla Lamata, it's not man-made. This is the way the Ebishter created the world. Just like we talked about the marshal that a child that's conceived and then develops over nine months in pregnancy. This is nature of existence, the way Hashem made it. A seed in the ground grows into a tree. So the same thing, Seydish Talshus, is also a form of growth, if you wish, and development. As you're going from Ahdus Apshuta, which is Lifniat Simpsum, Eden Sof, Amalakol HaMetzius, that's pure godliness. An existence that we can't even relate to, because if we did, then we wouldn't exist. And then came the Tzimtzum, the Kayach Tzimtzum of the Ebrista, that's Mailim, Hein Hein Vuresov, in the language of Shayyach Vamuna, Shem Elikim, that's Mailim and conceals, at least the Gabi the Makablin. And as we discussed at length when I spoke about the Tzimtzum, and now you have an independent consciousness, so to speak, space, I would say, a mokum chol, a mokum pony, chol, a mokum pony, space for another consciousness. In the classic example of the Altar but the teacher is creating space for the student to be able to exist and be able to receive on his, on his terms, which really, without that, would not make any sense how uh, the existence would exist in the face of Eirein Sof, because if the light is shining completely, it would be like the sunlight completely shining, it would burn everything up, so to speak. And again, this is all Api Seichel, the way the Ebishter created the Seichel. Can move and call Yochel, Ebishter can do whatever he wants, but that's not how he wanted it. He wanted a Dirbe Tachtenim, and the Gidre Tachtenim as we know them, that means it makes sense. So therefore, all these are part of the logic, the divine logic of creation. So as we discussed the process, Ak, Akudim is like the beginning of the conception, ten Edis and one Keli. Nikudim, Toyu, is ten Edis and ten Kelim. So, the cell, so, so in the muscle of the, of the fetus, it's already the development of the child, and it's dividing into different Kelim, different uh, limbs and organs, and ten energies and ten containers. However, there it's very fragile, as we discussed, because it's just the early development, and therefore, ultimately led to Shvira Sakelim, 
which again, I'm not going to go over everything I discussed the last few weeks, but a certain dissonance, a certain imbalance, and that imbalance created a, uh, a shvira, which in turn, as we discussed last week, so-called the shards or the fragmented pieces from this uh, break, from this shattering, ultimately ends up in the lower worlds of uh, Biyah. And that's really the Avedis HaOdam, what we call Avedis HaBirurim, is to clarify, to bir mevarer, separate the pseilus from the fruit and, uh, uh, and elevate the fruit back and rebuild so-called the, the shattered world of Tayu. So our world, our, our idea, you know, is really what our Veda is. So then comes the obvious question, so then what is Atsilis? If Atsilis is already Tikkun, what do we need us for? Uh, so I, so I, uh, the, this is not discussed explicitly in Chassidic, except one place I found it, in Vayaz Kolov Ayin Dalad, which is in Ayin Beis, Hemshech Ayin Beis, Shlach Ayin Dalad. Oh, I just asked to be brought because I wanted to read it inside. So let's begin with that. Thank you. So let's begin with that discussion. What the Rebbe Rashab says, and clearly it's his Chiddush because he says Yashlemer. So this is Vayas Kol of Tafre Shayin Dalit in Hemshachayim uh, Beis. What Pedic is it? This Bichal doesn't even have Prokin. That's odd. One is Which uh, version of Ayin Beis is? Oh, yeah, here's a page. Yeah, yeah, sorry, it does have. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's Pedic, I believe, Reish Nun Dalad or Reish Nun Hey, one second. the back. I didn't realize. So it's, it's, I think it's Patek Reishon um, Zion. Okay. I'm just going to read a few lines from the Rebbe Rashab and I'll explain it. So first he's talking here the difference between Toyo and Tikkun. And we discussed it in the context of Toyo. I'm not going to put it in the context of Tikkun. So the few issues that are lacking in Toyu, and that's due to the imbalance as a result of the Tzimtzum, is number one, is that the Eris and Kalim are not communicating very well. There's a dissonance, because the Eris are Merubim, which means the Eris are Margi, is very strong there, Mokir. That's the union of Eir. But it doesn't really recognize the Kali properly. So there's too much Eir for the Kali. And I explained there's so many different psychological and personal applications of this type of imbalance. So, so it's kelim mu'atim, fragile containers, and very powerful energy. But Chassidus explains why taka is it that way. So in Kabbalah, the language is that the spheres of Tayyu are called ksodim. Because they have the intensity of a keser. And a keser by etzim is a makif. It doesn't really enter a keli. So if the eser spheres 
of Chachma Bina Das and all the way through Malchus and Toyo are like Sodim, so it's like almost too intense. Whereas in Tikkun, the Svidas are not Sodim, they're considered Eris Primim. So the Fierach, the Eris are a little more Makifim in Toyo, which accounts and explains the question is why. And the answer is because it's very close to the source. So on one hand, it's Mitzvah Mal Yusuf, like I spoke about the Tamidi Rabbi Akiva. Because of their Maila, that's why Lei Nogu covered Zebazel. It's not Mitzvah Sodom. But sometimes your Maila could also be overwhelming and not be able to be Mitzvah yourself properly. But the Ica point, as he explains here in other places, is that there's a lack of Bittl. The Bittl is not there. Because when the Eid is so powerful, it doesn't recognize... Number one, the other Eidus. So Chochmah and Bina and Das and so on, all the Svidus, each of them, do not, not do the languages, is not savel. They do not tolerate one or another. And Mitzadi, so the Kalim, there's no Iskalulus. So it's not just not tolerating, Iskalulus is so vital for existence. Imagine all the different parts of Amachivarim and Shasagidim of a human being would all be there, but they don't work with, together with each other. They don't feel they need each other. Obviously, that would be destructive. destructive. So those are the two main problems. And it's all as a result of Bitlin. In the language of Kabbalah, you'll find that it is the, that Teyu associates with Shem Sag. In the four miluyim of Yudke Vovke, we know there's Ma, Ban, Sag, and Ab. Which really means uh, the, it's the numbers. When Yudke Vovke is 26, Gematri 26, but when you write it out, the milui, the Yud, is Yud Vov Dalad. So it's right away 20. And the vov and, and the hey, the vov and the hey can be written three different ways. You can write hey aleph, you can write hey hey, you can write hey yud. So depending on the different ways you write out the letters, you, it adds up to either 45, which is ma, shem ma, or shem ban, if you make the hey hey. And shem sag is 63, ban is 52, 63, and the highest is 72. So Toyu associates with Shem Sag, Ak, Odom Kadman associates with Shem Ab, and Tikkun associates with Shem Ma. Now what's the Nikudah between Ma and Ban? So we learn many Maimorim that talk about Ma is Gematria Odom, and Ban is Gematria, is Gematria Behemoth. Ban is rooted in Shem Sag, so Toyu is more like a Behemoth, in the sense there's a lot of power, Raftfu is Bekeach but an animal could also uh, trample and doesn't have the balance of being able to coexist necessarily. It can be very, also very aggressive. Shema, Adam, is the union of Bittu. And Bittu is what creates ultimately, number one, the, savlon, the Savlonus, the Savlonut, of the Eidus one to another, that Chochman, Bina, both, and Chest and Gvura, all, they both tolerate each other. And even more importantly, they create his scholars. And now there's the concept of chesed shebechesed and gvur shebechesed and teferah shebechesed, etc. Seven times seven, 49, or 10 times 10, all the essence of is 100. So he's skalulus. And the skalulus is all driven by a level of bitl. But in order to have bitl, you have to have somewhat of the diminishment of the oir. You can't have the oir as it's intense in toyu and have very negligible kalim. When you have that situation, there's a lack of bitl. The whole point of a Rava Mekabal, Rava Natalmid, or Mashpian Mekabal, how they get along with each other is because there's bitl from both ends. The Mashpia has a certain bitl because he has to go away from his own 
understanding of something and come down to the clear Mechabal. And the Mechabal has to be a clear Eikon, he has to have bot bitl to his Rav. If he's not an empty Kali, if he's full of Yeshus, he's not going to be able to be Mechabal. So ba- basically, the, it's the bitl of Shema that reigns and supreme in the Elam Atikun, which ultimately creates this balance that we're talking about. So I want to read a few lines here where he talks about, okay, so he explains the difference between that, that, uh, that um, he says, So, so he says, So Kesser is very intense. It's the etzim of every Svira. But when the etzim is, is, is shining, it's going to be very difficult to be in his presence. It's like, it says. Like I said, So when a lot of intensity sounds very good, but not when you have to coexist with others and when you have to have an a, a interaction and, co- and, uh, and a scholars. So now he continues. Just going to skip a bit. Um, explains the difference between Kesed and Tikkun, Kesed and Toyu. I don't want to go into that right now. So they feel the intensity, and therefore they don't have the bitl. So where is this most manifest? Is always in midas. When, because meichin, even though meichin intense, can also create a problem. But Midas is far stronger because Midas is like, think of Midas or Adam. Where do you really find where two people have a conflict? It's in their emotions. You could disagree with someone intellectually, but it's far more powerful when it's an emotional disagreement because then it becomes subjective and the gay bedover and everything that comes with Midas. So Midas are always more betaken than Meichin. And so that the is in the Midas. And here is what changes when it comes to Tikkun. So on one hand, it would sound that's like a lower level. But because of the diminishment, that's where you allow for the power to, um, to, reconnect, to, to connect. I remember I was once at a conference, a Toyota Science Conference in Florida, so it was about, uh, so I, I, before I spoke about a certain topic about neurology and exodus, so there was a neurologist who spoke, it was a very world famous one, and he said something interesting. He said that a child, um, when, when you look in the fetus, before it comes out from his mother's womb, the head is very large, much larger than the body. And yet when you see when a child is born, you don't see it quite that way. So he said that around half of the brain cells of a child are uh, destroyed as it goes through the birth canal and it comes out into the world. The may Half. And that's what shrinks the head. Why does it need to be done? Because if the head remained that size, it would never be able to come out. So I asked him, is it possible, or actually in my talk afterwards, I said, is it possible that maybe that explains what it says in the Gemara, that malamdim teda b'me'imei, tinug b'me'imei, malamdim kulo, and then it says, upon birth, it is made to forget. So in other words, the mind of the child is filled with Tater. Al-Tareb already explains, why do you learn the Tater if you're made to forget? So the answer is, you're not, not, we're not made to forget the Etzim, it's only uh, the conscious mind forgets. 
But in the superconscious still lies the Teda. The Teda is always with us. So when we learn, we're really reclaiming the Teda that's already part of who we are. So I said, is it possible to say that maybe that Begashmi physiologically, it also manifests that the cells, the brain cells that are being that destroyed is exactly the same idea. That the brain cells were all there to learn the whole Teda and now as the Teda is being forgotten, the brain cells get diminished. So he says, of course, he's not an expert in the area of Teda and but he says it, it very stims. So why am I saying it? So you could say to yourself, one second, diminishing um, the air should be a not a mile. And yet, if we came out in this world and knew kola teda kula, there would be no pchira, there would be no aveda, the whole, everything would be different. So sometimes you need to diminish something in order to allow it to coexist. If every one of us, was shining, begoli, bechola tekef, we wouldn't be able to deal with each other. Because there's too much takeoff. It's like the intensity of sunlight. The sunlight has to be diminished. The sun near the sun, if you get too close to the sun, you get burned up. So the idea in Tikkun is that the bit will create that the eras are much more channeled. Imagine a teacher trying to teach olive base to a student, but he can't be mitzamtzim himself. So the child will never, will never learn olive base. Because without the, 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 the tzimtzum, you don't have a gili, a proper gili. So it's all gili lefi hakeli. So he basically says, so it's the miyotair that creates, so it's no longer that intensity like in Kesev. And then he says, he continues, it's not just kamus, more and less. So it's also be'echus. It's a different reality. So even though this idea can be explained in many places, I'm specifically reading from here, you'll see why, because he's going to now go into the Indian, what then exactly is the Tikkun of Teyu. So he says, Tikkun being Ha'ara, Teyu being Etzem. But you can see from this that Teyu still has a Mila, has the Mila of Etzem Ha'er. The problem is, it has to have Kalim for it in a way that we can receive it. So it's too intense at this point. Okay, then he goes on to say like this. So now he explains that in the Eidus of Tikkun, and that's why I wanted to begin with this, because it lays out really the, the anatomy and the structure of Tikkun. He says like this. There's two things. As we just said, there are different types of Eid. Just like a teacher where he's not just learning for himself, when he has to prepare for a student, it's a different type of air. It's not just he diminished it. You know, you take a big light and you make it smaller. You weaken it. It's not like dimming the light. He has to change the air, has to become an air that's shaykh to the makabal. And that's a shift. It's not an air chodosh as in a completely new, new air. It's going to be the ideas that the teacher knows, but it's in a different echos that are now lefikleha makabal. And that's what really makes a good teacher, a good rav. Someone who knows how to do that. I'm sure you've heard shiurim from people who are brilliant, but they go over your head. They don't know how to be malbushit and kalim for the makabal. So they can be geniuses. Like, you know, a guy once once gave a talk for four hours, and everybody left and said, it was so brilliant that nobody understood it. You know? So the question, is that more brilliant or is that less brilliant? Maybe it shows that he's brilliant, but nobody understood it. The whole point is that you want to have someone that's brilliant that knows how to put it in atheists, that are the fi'erech the makabal. So the first thing he says in Tikkun is this. Eres, the Tikkun 
That's what makes a tikkun be'etzim. Va'eres elu legaba atzmas hariyukamay ha'ora legaba etzim. Okay. Va'abeiz, what's the second thing in tikkun? The eres of tikkun. Mashanim shechma eres the teyo. This is very powerful. Because remember, tikkun wouldn't be if there was no teyo. Remember, it's a seder ishtalshlus. So basically, a tikkun is also a continuation of teyo. So just to say it's a new type of Eir is one thing, but what, one second, what's its relationship with the Eiris of Teyu? Remember, it all started in Ak, or even Esos Firas Agnuzas Lifniat Simpsum. It then came through the Simpsum, then you have the Esos Firas in Ak, and then you have Esos Firas Eiris Akudim Beklei Echad in Akudim. Then you have 10 Eiris and 10 Kalim in Tikkun, in Teyu. And now you have 10 Eiris and 10 Kalim in Tikkun. So it's true, the Eidus of Tikkun are different, style, different, Ebe'etzim different. But what is, what is its relationship with Teyu? What happened with the Eidus of Teyu, basically? We know the Shvira Sakelim, which we'll talk about in a moment, happened. But the, the importance of this point is because I've, I, the years that I've been teaching and learning Chsidis, I rarely found anyone that can explain this properly. We hear about Teyu, Shvira Sakelim. So, okay, Shvira Sakelim would, would suggest that the Eidus were nostalgic, where they went. We have no clue. Most of us have no idea where did Eidus go. And the Kalim, so to speak, broke. Like an example I gave last week, it's like take, tearing a page full of words, and scattered, and where are they scattered? Right here in this world. So everything in this world, Demim Tzimei Chaim has Nechutzik Dusha, but it's scattered. It's not any Masuda Dikaway. And our job is to collect them together. So every time you make a bracha on food, or every time you do, uh, you, uh, you do your divrei shus, l'shem shemayim, kol masach l'shem shemayim, and every mitzvah is a birur. And when we do them all, we're gathering together all the nitzutzik dusha that we can collect, as we discussed last week, and you're creating anachdus, you're rebuilding the broken parts. But where did the eiders go, I'll tell you. So most likely we would say that as you rebuild the parts, the air returns. Like I mentioned the example, baruch. The word Baruch, Bez Reish Vav Chof, means Baruch. If you break that word, you tear that word apart, so you have a Bez here, a Reish here, Vav here, Chof, you bring it together again, so you back, back you re, re, reclaim and regain the word Baruch. But he's going to explain the dynamics here in more detail. As I said, most of us who learn this topic, we don't know, we have to guess what, what exactly. And, and then, of course, another question is, is if Tikkun does the Tikkun, as I mentioned before, what do we need our Aveda? We say, Atzilus is Elamatikun long before we were even created. Even before Odom Achava came, Love the Lashamra, there was already Atzilus, Tikun. So there's already a Tikun of Toyo. So what are we doing? What's our Aved? He addresses that, as I said, I think this is one of the only places I've found. It's probably other places, but this is definitely a more comprehensive. So he says like this Vabez, the second thing of, toyo, of Tikun is Masha Edis, Masha Nimshech Ma Edis de Toyo. What came from Eres de Teu, Mashanim from Eres de Teu, the Kasher Nistaknu, Hakelim de Teu, when the Kalim of Teu were repaired, Chazu Venimshukha Eres Shinistalku, Meshukasa Beitz Chaim. So the Eres that were removed now have been returned in the world of Tikkun. So besides that, Tikkun is a Oyer that's not an Atzmi like a Kasher, intense like in Teu. There's another aspect that, that the Eidus of Tikkun are the Eidus of Tayu, but after the Kalim have been fixed. 
So before it's been fixed, it's called Teyun. So now he continues. So I don't know if this is going to get directly to what we're talking about, but now we're talking about not the Gileadzim, we're talking now the Eris of Tayu as they came into Tikkun, and once you repair the, the, the Tikkun, the Kalim, you have back the Eir. It's not the way the Eir was in Tayu, which was too intense for the Kalim. But what does that mean? So here's what the Rebbe Rashab says. Which clearly the Rebbe Rashab is explaining it now. And the Masha Kalim, the Tikkun, Yeshim, Eris, the Tayu, this idea that the Kalim of Tikkun inherit the Eris of Tayu, this happens when we do the Birurim Lamata. That's what happens in Natsilis. We are being Mashpia that Natsilis should take the Eris and reclaim those Eris. In other words, like it says in the different Mamorim, the Rebbe brings from the Rebbe Marash, when you do a mitzvah, it says, we Mamshech Eirein Sof. Where is this Eirein Sof? We don't see it. You see the difference between the film before you put it on and after you put it on. Or when you take an esrik, our ain't a bosom of flesh and blood. We don't see it. So the Reb Maraz gives an example, really an example from earlier in my modem as well, like Munach Bakufsa. That the Eiris are like placed inside of a chest, like a treasure chest. So we don't see it, but we were Mam Where is this Munach Bakufsa in Atsilis? So in other words, when you do a mitzvah below, so yichud zeh nitzchi l'mayla le'elam vod, as the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, you actually mamshich a new oyer. However, b'zman hazeh, we don't see that oyer today here. So where is it munach? It's like collected in Atzilus. It's similar to when we say that we're, um, through our Torah mitzvahs, we're nani meziv ashkina in ganei, tamude biyode. So we don't see it right now, but you're building, basically like you're building a, I don't want to call it a retirement fund, but you're basically building a nest egg that will later be nizgal. And we won't need to be mechadish. All you have to do is open up the kufsa. The Rebbe says in some sikhs that we really have the key and it's just a matter of opening it up. But it's all there. So basically, in simple English, where are the millions and billions and even trillions of mitzvahs and Mrs. Nefesh done for the last 3,800 years since Avramavir? Where's all the energy of that? We believe that everything, every mitzvah made, made a shinui. Where, where's the shinui? So the answer is that all those eiris accumulated in Atsilis, and there is a shinui. The shinui is that this world is a better world than it was then. The Rebbe speaks about this in many places. That's why he say the world is closer to Mashiach, or right at the threshold of the Gula. The fact that we can sit here, and there's no gzedis, but a chashem. And we have freedoms that we never had before. Even technology, like the Zayar says and other advancements of our time is essentially somewhat of a glimmer that's shining through of all the air that was nimshach through all the thousands of years of Aveda that changed the world. So I don't want to go into right now, it's not negated to the, I you know, just wanted to mention it. But where is the is stored? So they're stored in Atsilis. We had we not had the Aveda, we wouldn't have had these Zedas. So Atsilis on its own is of course a world of Elikus, and we'll talk about that a lot more. 
and we call it Elam Atikun. But what he's saying now is that this use, that the Tikkun, that when you say Tikkun is Yedish, the Eidus of Teyu, the second aspect of Tikkun, not the Eid as it is on its own. Remember, the Eidus created Atzilus and Tikkun, that the Eidus are not like the Eidus of Teyu. That was the first thing. The second thing, that it's being Mamshik, the Eid of Teyu, that comes, he says, through the Birurim Lamata. So he says, so, so why then do we call Atzilus Tikkun even on its own? He says, that Tikkun that comes Momayla, not through our Aveda, that is what caused the air should be weaker than it is in Toyo. So that is Atzilus on its own. Tikkun on its own is already a weaker energy due to its bitl, legabatayu. But then there's another aspect in, tay- in Tikkun. Because remember, we don't want to compromise and lose the Etzema Eir. We just want to make sure that Etzema Eir doesn't destroy the containers and doesn't disappear, like through three of Sakhalin. So, Toyu, I'm sorry, Tikkun on its own is a diminished Eir. It's not like the intensity of Toyu, but the mile of it is there's a scholarless. You have now a structure of coexistence and all this interconnectivity of all the spheres. So you have a, a working structure. You have a viable uh, entity. And uh, what the Aveda does is that actually brings back the Eidus of Tayu into Tikkun, which is the etzim of the Eid, not just the reflection. So you have the best of both worlds now. You have both the Eid, etzim Eid of Tayu, but you have it now in Kalim the Tikkun. So you have both things here. That's what he says here. Yeah, this is like basically the source of the idea. It is the Teyu and Kalim of Tikkun. In the language that the Rebbe used, the Chavches Nisan and Aleph, and uh, brought also in other places. That this level, to bring back the Etzema Eir of Teyu, and that Tikkun should be Yerushit, that Dafka Momatel Amayla, Another Yeshlemer, and then after that, I think I'll, I'll stop reading from here. Through this birur, the clarification and the tikkun of the, the shattered containers of Tayu, in other words, why Taka is explaining, what's Taka the reason that, that uh, the Birurim create an ability to suddenly have Etzimaya? The Kalim of Tayu, of Tikkun, should be a Kalim for the, for the Eidus of Tayu. They're not Kalim for the Eidus of, of uh, Tayu. Did I say that right? They're Kalim to the Eidus of Tikkun, which are Bechlishus. That's, that's why it works. How suddenly did the Kalim of Tikkun become Kalim for something so uh, ext- uh, uh, intense like the Eidus of Teyu? So he says, So what it does is it's not just bringing the Eidus of Teyu, it's also expanding the Kalim of Tikkun. So this adds another dimension here. That not only do the Eidus of Teyu now return, the kalim are also expanded. Now, if you think about it, it makes total sense. When a Talmud begins, a beginner, student, whose kalim are small kalim, like I mentioned earlier in learning, olive base, 
you can't be mapshech edus of ge'enus and brilliance, or else it will overwhelm and even maybe be destructive to the student. She needs the air to be mitzumtzum bechlishus, the first aspect of tikkun, so that it should enter these kalim. But then comes aveda. The aveda sa'adam lamata does something. It changes things. Because that would be as on its own. What does it do? It expands. What, what is a child as a child grows? Ben Chomesh Lamikre, Ben Esra Lamishneh, Ben Chomesh Esra Legemora, etc. Our minds expand. We can understand things when we're 15 a lot more than when we were 5. And same thing 20 and 25. As your Kalim expand, what happens when your Kalim expand? Bigger Kalim can draw down and can be contained bigger Aedis. At some point, the Kalim are good enough and strong enough to receive even the Aedis of Teu. That would have shattered the containers if you were, if you were age five, but not when you're age forty. For example, so essentially, so now tikkun has not just the air on its own that's in a weaker state. Through aveda, it also expands the kalim of tikkun, which allow to get the air atzmi the ksarim of toyu. That's our aveda, and the osedove. All this will be revealed. Though he doesn't discuss that here, but that's discussed in other places. So there you have, I think, a very good summary based on this Pedic Reishnun Zayn, in Ayin Beis, of essentially the relationship between Tayo and Tikkun. As I said, not just that Tikkun, but also understanding who's, make, who's doing the Tikkun, what is Atsilis on its own, what we add, and therefore it gives the picture exactly how this whole, everything works here. So in other words, like we always learn Chassidus, there's Seder Ishtalshus on its own. That's how the Ebrister created it. And then there's what we, Meisif, with Aveda. Which basically, if you read the Pesukim in Bereshis, it's very clear. The Ebrister created the world in six days. It's Elam Amiluyan It's a perfect world. Every day has its Kol Yema V'Yema, every day has its creation. And not only that, it's also Kitev, it's also a good world. The Ebrister says Tev. And even Tev Ma'ed. And it's not. It's a good world. It's a good world. Then comes Adam and Chava, and even one more thing I should have. Vayita Hashem Alikim Gan Be'Eden. So not only do you have Elamis, you also have a Gan Eden. Also created Mumailach. See, this explains Hashem Alikim. Not just Bereishis Bar Alikim. Now you also have Avaya in the picture, and all this precedes human beings. Then comes in the sixth day that He creates Adas Adam B'Tzamenik and Musenu. So the garden is there already with trees. So this entire Maimonim, and especially later in Ayin Beis and Chele Gimel, he talks about Ichis. What is, this, what is the symbolism of this? Just like a garden. You can come into a beautiful garden. Even if you do nothing, it's a beautiful garden. But then, as a gardener, or the Mechava, they come to work and protect and make the garden grow far, far more, as he says there, what, what does a good farmer do? What does a good gardener do? They make the, the produce grow to what it was in the beginning, which is essentially Ayurveda of Tikkun that is making the world even better than it was on its own. I on its own was Tev and Tev Ma'id, but as many Chesichas of the Rebbe, that is Elam But we want something even more than that. Right in the beginning of Samach Vav, I'm sure many of you learned, he asked that question. He says, if the Tzimtzum Arishin, 
was there necessary in order to create the worlds and the Kalim. And then what happens? Through Aveda, we bring back the Eir Lefniat Simpson. So what's the Chiddush? It's back to square one. What did we accomplish? There was already Eir and Sob before the Simpson. Mamala Kol Hametzias, everything. So what do we do? So we conceal and then we just bring it back. It's like emptying the cup and putting back the water in the cup. So what was accomplished? He doesn't use that muscle, but that's the taking of the question. And he says two answers. He says the first Chiddush is that now it can be Neskabal and Kalim. Before the Tzimtzum, it would have just been an Eireng Sof, a Maila Lamat, and that's it. Now the Kalim can receive it. The Tzimtzum allowed that the Kalim can receive the Eir. But Einachanami, there's no Chiddush in the Etzim Eir. The Chiddush is only Mitzad and Mechabal. In other words, the world can contain and receive this Eir. It's also a Chiddush. But it's more like in the Gavre, so to speak. The second thing, Yeshlem, he says, hey, yeah, he said a lot more than that, that actually through Avedi, Yamam Shech Eir Chodesh, that wasn't there even before the Tzimtzum. Because remember, the Ebrist is Ein Sof. Even Ein Sof, if you had symptoms, is Take, a very powerful Eir, but there's always more. From Helama Atzmi, as the whole Samagvov is focused on how Avedi Yigiyah and Kabbalah Sale, Avedi Sa'eved, is able to draw down from the deepest levels Helama Atzmi even higher than Ein Sof, if you had symptoms. So there's also a Chiddush in the Chefza, so to speak. Not just a Chiddush Lagabin and Makablin. In other words, not just that the student will come and will come to be as, as intelligent as the teacher, but it'll even go beyond the teacher, so to speak. Even more, which is the main Chiddush, which in different aces is somewhat what we're speaking about here, that we talk Toyu and Tikkun, so the stage is set, Toyu is Eris Merubim, but too intense for the Kalim. So you need the Kalim. Then once you have the Kalim, you need the Avedit to expand the Kalim, then they can draw more air until they draw even the Eris Atzmim of Tayu, and really even higher than that too, as we just said, Eris even before the Tzimtzum. But it was the context of Tayu and Tik, and that's the key point to remember. Now, just to sum up one thing, someone asked me after last week's year, and I just want to clarify. I spoke a lot about how the Tzimtzum affected Sri Rasekel. This is a mimer from, from the Rebbe, from the Friedrich Rebbe and Tzadik Aleph, uh, Alken Yemir Hamleshlin, where he says that the Ordego Simpson Marishan caused the Shvira Sakalim, Shvira Sakalim caused the Mir Talavona, Mir Talavona caused the Chetai Tzadas. Basically means that if you didn't have a Helam, you couldn't have had all the other things happen. <coughs> Essentially, it spirals, so to speak, as once you create a, a, a breeding ground, a space for a problem, then the problem becomes bigger and bigger. Couldn't have been Chetai Tzadas, because a human being could not have chosen to defy God. <coughs> Unless there was a hell, and unless there were the freebies, the Mir Talavana, the Shvira Sakelim. So someone asked me, so what's the difference between Shvira Sakelim and Simpson? So to put it in a simple Baal language, you could say that Simpson, of course, is the root of everything, because without that, nothing else happens. But the Simpson, you could say, accounts for the concealment of Elokus in this world. And Toyo accounts for the chaos and Bilti Seder that exists. It's not the same thing. You can have concealment which potentially could lead to a bilbu and a toyu. But but Pail Mamish, it could just be it's concealed. You don't see godliness. Who says that you have a churban and you have Mamish a, a, a bahola and a whole bilbu? That's a whole other level of a, a mess. <coughs> yes, it's true. You can't have the confusion and the chaos of toyu if you don't have a tzimtzum. But a tzimtzum does not, is not the same thing as a bilbu. It's the root of it. So in a way, if you want to understand the, 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 the bizarre nature of our existence, 
there's the concealment of the Ebishter, where people can say, and basically live their own lives, and ignore the Ebishter. And then there's a Churban that can come out of it, which is far worse than just a Helen. Churban already means destruction. And there's, and there's a complete chaos and complete lack of order with this conflict and war and so on. Like I explained, in the Aim Shani, where it says, it doesn't say Kitev, it says, Nivra Machlekes, but there was a Machlekes, but Poyol. Yes, there was Vayavdil, Ebishter separated, Ben Mayim Lamata, and Mayim Alyenim, Mayim Tachtenim, Rakia, Lamaila, and Mayim Lamato, but it's Havdallah. It creates the potential for Machlekes, but there's no one to argue yet. There's no one around to argue. Machlekes itself is a result of this Havdallah, of the Timson, but it's not necessarily synonymous with it. I just wanted to add that into the equation. Okay, so this covers, at least somewhat, the idea of Tayu and Tikkun, what Tikkun does regarding Tayu, and why Atzilus is called Tikkun. So really two reasons, just to sum up. One is because it is the Eidahs become weaker, so they can go into the Kalim and they have Eskalulus. And second, because they actually misaken Tayu. They actually repair Tayu. That we can accept the Eidahs Atzimim of Tayu, and the Kalim have become expanded. And that's through Aveda Lamato. Now, that's what he says here. The question that you can ask, does Tikkun have any real Tikkun of Tayu on its own? Based on what he says here, it doesn't sound like it, except this idea of the Chalisha Sa'ir, that Tayu, Tikkun is definitely uh, a, a so-called Tikkun to Tayu because the Eir now is Bislapsus in Kalim and there's an element of Iskalus and so on. But the Tikkun, as we usually refer to it, as repair. Is that a repair or that's just a better world? The, the idea that Teyu is, that Tikkun is Yerish, that Yerish of Teyu, that is through the Aveda. Now this also explains just one final point I want to make. The way it's in the, where you find this in Chumash, and by the Ovis, this is the difference between Yaakov and Esau. So in the Maimorim in Teyre Eir and Vayishlach and Vayigdal and Aorim Samachay from the Rebbe Rashab and other Maimorim, he talks about how Esau represents Teyu, and, and Yaakov represents Tikkun. And when Yaakov took the Bechera, the firstborn, and then the Brachis from Yitzchok, which were the Brachis that belonged to Esau, that was Tikkun is Yerish, it is the Teyu. He wasn't stealing it, he was repairing it. He wasn't taking it away. Ultimately, it will be as Rashi says in Pasha Vayishlach, Vahisal Hashem Amlucha, Lo'asid Lavi, Esau and Yaakov will reunite. And Me'enza happened when they met. And all that, but there it was not completely. Um, but the Asadlov will be the complete birur, and there'll be the yichud of Teyo and Tikkun, as the Rabbeim explained, the Teyre'er, Teyre's Chaim, and Parshavai Yishlach have entailed this as well. That, that, that Yaakov, and, uh, Yaakov and Esau represent these two different darius. So basically, they're, they're twins, so they both are coming from the same place, but one is in a place of imbalance. Esau is Ishmael Chama, Yedit and Yaakov is Ishtom Yeshivaholim. That's the difference between the two. And these difference, differences we discussed now about Teyo and Tikkun is essentially the story of Yaakov and Esau. And at the end, the, uh, the Takabi, Yaakov, even though Yaakov first thought that Esau was Nizbarer, but then he found out he wasn't ready. So that's why we snarl the Iti that we have to go slow, as the Rebbe explains in the Sikha Bayesh of Tovshin and Beis. The same as today, that the Alter Rebbe opposed France oppose that world, which is the world of Eden, Esau. But now we have the power to be Mavadar Eden and Esau, and that's why we're ready to go to the Gula. We can go into that world of Tayu, 
I mean, Mesakin it completely after all the years of Aveda, the end of the Mistaim Aveda Sabirudim, Veloshin Harav. And that is ultimately the Chibur of Teyu and Tikkun, like the Rebbe said, Eres the Teyu and Kalim the Tikkun. Okay, so we stop this part one about Tikkun. And next week I'll continue with uh, talking more what is Atsilis in the, in the broader sense of the word. And, uh, okay, everyone have a, a good Chedish Adar. Marm Besimcha.